Hey up. Hey up. How's it going? <laughs> Is that Sean Bean? Yeah. The O2. Why don't you go up the O2? <laughs> Think different like I can't do I can't do a Sean Bean. I don't think I can do Sean Bean. Oh I've been hit. I'm dying. I'm dying. I'm dead. <laughs> Classic bastard. <laughs> my my name's Andrew of Jones. I'm a cinephile. My name's Johnny of Ellis. I'm a m- movie of mad. Are you movie mad? I am indeed movie mad. Aye, aye, that's the name of the podcast aye, aye, we're doing. In which uh, we steal from the best and give to the pod. <laughs> and uh, yeah. if you can't tell, this month uh, we're doing something special here. We're going through some of the legacy of uh, of Robin Hood in cinema. It's, so it's we're, we're actually recording this up in Sherwood Forest. It's Nottingham right. month for November. Yes. No, Novemberington month. Aye. That's what we're doing. You can tell. You're pretty you good at that way. Uh, no, no, never actually. I want to go oh, to the castle. I went on holiday once oh, to yeah. uh, Yorkshire, and we stayed at a campsite called Robin Hood Bay, uh-huh. and uh, you know it was a nice time. Made some friends there for a bit, and on the last day we did a hide and seek. We played hide yeah. and seek just before we left, and uh, I thought I found a nice place to hide, nice little, uh, little, little uh, you know, <sighs> a valley, I guess, would you say, yeah. like a ravine, if you will. Uh, not knowing, of course, uh, full of sticky nettles. So on the way home, I had palm leaves in the palms of my hands because oh. uh, fucking hurt. That fucking hurt. I was eight years old and I had sticky nettles all over my arms. Oh, clever, clever. Fine. So uh, good way to end a fucking holiday that was. That one. Yeah. Um, I'm getting it. I'm getting the accent. Don't worry. <laughs> you good at the accent. I was, I was in Wales recently. I was in Cardiff with my sister, and um, I kept uh, trying to do the Cardiff accent. And the only way I could get into it... Valley Island. Yeah. The only way I could get into it was by going, why are you, man? I'm from Cardiff, I am. And I mean, that's that's like a bit of a... It's not really Cardiff, is it? Yeah, uh, it's best I could do. I mean, that's getting, that's getting you know, west of Wales at that point. It sounds a bit weird. Uh, it's well, bit Geordie well. and Welsh. It's not really, though. Yeah. I mean, I was with uh, me uh, brother's wife's family this early afternoon and oh, yeah. uh, they're, they're from Cardiff there you know they knew Gavin and Stacey's area quite well they go to Valley Island all the time and uh, it's annoying because every so often I almost slip into the accent because you know I'm pretty good at that and I, I have to try and stop doing that in front of uh, my nephews in case they start doing it as well and it becomes a mockery of the accent and I don't want them to get into <laughs> that but at the same time I enjoy mocking doing the accent because it's fun you know it's fun it is yeah. fun and I kept trying to convince my sister. I was like, you know, going into shops here and there and, and don't come back. Try and pretend like, you're actually native. Say, Kutchin. Yeah. No, no. Handle and breath. I'd come up and I'd be like, I'd come out and I'd be like, um, do you know what they just said to me? She's like, what? Like, they started off with, why I, man? <laughs> wow. Because it's a Welsh saying now. Yeah, it's definitely a Welsh saying. Yeah, definitely. I remember it on the, uh, the Welsh show by Grove. <laughs> why I, man? <laughs> I got paint in my eyes. I'm going blind and also we're in Port Talbot. Classic biker <laughs> grove. But um yeah, we did the we did do the Gavin and Stacey tour, which was quite fun. Um yeah. and we got to go one of the houses, uh Stacy's house, we did, we got to go inside. I did might you see her mum off podcast. Um no we You didn't see her mum. Can I tell no. you something about her mum? Go on. She's got it going on. <laughs> I would say in fact she's all I ever wanted. But uh, Johnny, I'll, I'll be honest. I've waited for so long. <laughs> Can you see? She's just not the girl for me. I know I'm way wrong. I want Stacey's well. But the lovely old lady that um that owns the house, yeah. like you know, she uh they sent they used to send her to a hotel while they filmed inside the house. Which um, hotel? Did you go to the hotel? See what it's um, like. We did meet other people there. And be like, hey, I'm a hotel worker. You're a hotel worker. Why don't we all just you know hotel it up? We did um we did drive past the hotel now. Um but yeah, we, we got to go inside uh Stacy's house 
um, and the old lady was sat in the living room and just let like a, a coachload of people walk straight to her house, and it was adorable. Like she's having she a must... cup of tea, she put her feet up, yeah. she's watching, you know, just yeah. holds under the hammer. Yeah, and um, and she was and just the like, guy oh, who just really got the frosted tips and the crazy color, and crazy eyes, and clean us cocaine <laughs> every time. He's like, "Let's see what we're going going on now." Wow, and she's like, "Oh, this guy, he's crazy, but I know he gets into it, doesn't he? He's a good horse." I can't do the Cardiff accent. She was um, she was answering questions and everything, just sat in the little living room, and we were all just walking around all the other bouncers off the house, and um, taking is it, photos. Is, of it, like... is it kept to look like it was in the show, or has it got like more merchandise up? So it's got like oh, James yeah, Corden yeah, no, hugging things. Yeah, there's there's pictures of like you know from the kind from of filming. shooting in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's like yeah, it's a whole nice little shrine. James Corden, what... you know, ignoring his uh, wife and child on an airplane. It's got that yeah. going on there. That's <laughs> a classic, classic story. <laughs> But apparently they were saying that, um, yeah, she used to, obviously she got paid for the use of the house. Aye, and she'd get, yeah, she'd get sent away to a, um, a hotel while they were filming, nice little holiday for her. And they said, for the first series, they said to her, um, we want to film in the living room, but we're having a bit of trouble because it's such a small house with the yeah. campus. Yeah, so they said, break through the wall. Yeah, they said, no, they said, can we take the windows out? Yeah. And they said, um, and if you say that's okay, we'll replace them with double glazing. So it's just like fucking fine, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I'm mean, not gonna say. Oh, no. the BBC's budget, hell yeah. Yeah, and then the next season they um series, series please. Sorry. Um, the next series they said we want to film in the back garden because they were gonna do an episode uh where they have a a barbecue a barbecue okay. yeah yeah and they're like we want to film in the back garden is that okay and we'll pave over it and we'll, we'll make it nice and shiny and new she's like fucking yeah go ahead so she got a nice little holiday and got like hold on a second renovations. Are, are we sure this wasn't uh cow smiley hosting this segment <laughs> and you know well and ball was in the back getting right. things ready and handy and he was coming in sorting things out as well are you sure it wasn't just changing rooms happening whilst they were filming <laughs> no, no, right. like two for one we can put them both on at the same time so you yeah. know one sells out best they really, they really should have <sighs> but then um the the tour guide was saying that she did oh did this... they did they show where rob bryan went to the bathroom went to the bathroom yeah i mean you know i'm assuming he took a shit at some point when he was shooting oh, stuff. Right. Like, did they show any of that no like, this is this is the throne he sat on <laughs> But, um, what about the, Horn? Where was Horn in all this? Was he devising a great idea for a sketch show in a film called Lesbian Vampire Killers? The tour guide was Remember saying... Remember Lesbian Vampire Killers? The tour guide was saying that, um, uh, you know, she's been doing this about 10 years now. Ugh, um, and she said she did it a couple of years ago, around 2019. And when they got to the house, the uh, the lady, the, the owner of the house, the said to her, Oh, I had um, Ruth Jones pop by today or uh, earlier this week. Right. She's like, oh, really? How come? Yeah. She's like, how come? She's like, oh, my lips are sealed. And it, you know, it turned out obviously it was for the special. What was and, special? Um, the Stella know, they, special. Yeah. They the did, Sky, Sky they 1 HD, new, now Sky Max. They did the new uh, Christmas special. But because Ruth Jones has got her own production company now um, uh, called Tidy Productions. Tidy. Um, yeah. Um, they didn't use the house to film in. They they made a set of the house. So she yeah. was like gutted that she didn't get a holiday this time. But yeah, that was my But in uh, the end, I mean, she kind of got like a holiday from everybody for a year and a half because there was yeah. like lockdown. People could go treats into their house. Yeah. Friends could go treats into their house, let alone with strangers. So it was yeah. fine. But she must get a little bit of money from the tour, I imagine. <laughs> or yeah, she no. doesn't mind people traipsing through her house I, I three times so. a day. As long as she's not got murders going on, I think she's fine. Yeah. It's when you start going, oh, Christ, I've got a couple of bodies downstairs and they're starting to scratch at the walls. I probably shouldn't let some visitors in. <laughs> That's why, Johnny, you ain't been around here for a while. <laughs> Just to say, we have built a basement and uh, you'll never know. <laughs> so, um, well insulated, the smell don't get out. <laughs> but we're, um, we're, not, uh, we're not in Cardiff this no, month. We're not we're in Wales no more. We're off in Nottingham. That's why I'm doing this voice, because I'm very northern. <laughs> Oh, of course. Nearly 10 minutes. Nearly um, 10 minutes non stop yeah. for this. I mean, you should be proud. I could keep this up. I am so proud. And we're kicking off uh, with an early one. Um, um, how early would you say? Like uh, 2 o'clock in the afternoon? No, <laughs> I mean an early film. Um, oh, silent cinema. So I should really do this silently. Well, not that early. Um, 1938. Oh. 1938. The, the Adventures of, of Robin Hood. Oh. Now, have you seen this one? Or is uh, this one? 
new to both of us. I've seen it. You've seen it? I've okay. seen it, yay. So the only Robin Hood film I've seen is the 2010 Robin Hood. Is the one that was called Nottingham for a long time. Was it called Nottingham? It was called for Nottingham because the idea was actually Sheriff Nottingham and Robin Hood were played by the same actor. Oh? That was the intention. It was kind of like a, a take on it where it was a bit darker and a bit more examining, you know, what it is to be both sides of the coin. Okay. And then uh, it was, then it became like, actually, Russell Crowe don't really want to play the villain, so he just wants to play Robin Hood. And yeah. Wood was like, well, yeah, I'll do it. And they just rewrote it and made it that. And uh, you know what? The uh, director's cut's pretty good, actually. Kate Blanchett, Matthew McFadden as the uh, sheriff in Nottingham. He's fun. He's fun as fuck in that. I, I don't really remember too much from it. Beautiful voice. Well, Little John's pretty big. I'll give him that one. Briar <laughs> Tuck is Mark Addy. Oh, I like Mark Addy. I remember him running through water. Um, yeah, that's about it. Oscar Isaac tears up the Magna Carta right at the start, oh. and he turns to his son and he goes, "Hey, uh, you know what's going to happen now? What? Dune. Oh God." He's going to do it. That's what happens. William Hurt, he's, uh, he's king. William Hurt is king. He's crusading for a round for the first 20 minutes of the film. And then it's like, uh, you know, Thames Estuary, Essex. And I'm like, hey, that's where I'm living. I've been around there till we fucking fought. <laughs> um, I went there a couple of months ago. Nice, nice walk around till we fought. But I, yeah, I, I've seen that version of Robin Hood. I've never been... Interested in going through any others. Yeah. Okay, well, um, this month it's going to be an education. Unfortunately, the month we wanted to do in September, which had five weeks, would have meant that we also did a Mel Brooks one. Oh. I mean, we oh, missed yeah. out on doing uh, Men in Tights, but alas. Uh, Maybe we'll uh, get back to that eventually. Hmm. I used to like um, as a kid. I wonder how it holds up. Yeah, so do you like the story? Because from what I gather, there's not much to the story. It's just a Guy a guy, a was... guy who he who was a proper a proper a proper guy robbing a Loxley. Yeah. Right? He decides to go in the woods. He gets annoyed at the whole thing about the king and taxes and the uh, brutal reign of the sheriff and the king. And it's like, actually, you know what? I'm going to start robbing off these guys, robbing these guys, and mm. hand it out to all the people who deserve it. Because, you know, that's how it should work. And then May Marion's like, yeah, I like that idea. I'm going to join you. And she gets her merry men and they start rapping about mud. <laughs> Do you ever watch that? Um, rapping about mud. Ma- Maid Marion and her merry men? No. No? No, uh, is that the one with um, Sean Connery? Because I know there's what? one with Sean Connery. That's, Mary, that's Robin and Marion. No, no, uh, Maid Marion and merry men is the uh, chil- children's show on CBBC back in the oh, day. Okay. Um, yeah, I've just always found... Tony Robinson was like uh, the sheriff. Oh. I've just always found the Robin Hood's legend or whatever um, yeah. to oh. be an uninteresting thing. But I have always been... Well, there's one film in this uh, month that I've been wanting to watch for ages. Um, yeah, and it's this one. No. Um, the 38th one. And it's not the one... It's probably not the one you're thinking um, with... An actor playing Friar Tuck that I no, it's probably the one I'm thinking of, which is the sexiest one ever made. Yes, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think it is the sexiest one ever made. The Rod Stewart song, maybe. I don't remember. I watched it as a kid. I was like, "That's a fucking fox." <laughs> um, but yeah, we're starting. We're kicking off with uh, the Adventures of Robin Hood from 1998, starring, starring um, I forget his name, the the, the disgusting pervert Errol Flynn. Errol Flynn. Oh, disgusting pervert. Yeah, he uh, would enjoy the uh, enjoyment of hurting and abusing younger women underage. Oh. Yay! And, and Steve Coogan's playing him in a BBC production. He's decided he's going to only play people like that now. Yeah. He's he's given up trying to play nice guys because they always finish last. He likes to come first. <laughs> he wants to get his Oscar somehow. And also Olivia Daviland's in this one. Remember Olivia Daviland? No. Do you remember when she died? <laughs> no. Last summer? All right. From COVID in the year of our Lord 2020. Mm. She was in this in 1938 and she died in 2020. Nice. She would. She made it over 100. Oh. Right? She was in Gone with the Wind. All right. Which right. I still haven't seen. But yeah. Yeah. You know what? Long. Yeah. Fucking long. This film. This film is less. Is like almost a third of the length. Of Gone <laughs> with the Wind. 
Yeah, that film uh, does not need to be three hours or five <laughs> minutes, to tell you that much. <laughs> woof. A woofy woof. Um, well, what more do we need to know going into Robin, the adventures of Robin Hood? This is one of the big Technicolor movies back in yes. the day. The, one of the big first, like, wow, full colour, look at the range things, you know? Yeah. So you're getting greens. You're so getting greens. Are in 4K now? Or? A lot of greens. No, no 4K <laughs> on this one. No, no, this was, this was shot on film. Film. Film, you know, 35. 35 films? 35 films in one. <laughs> like a cinema scope. Except I think it might only be four by three because that's how they were back then, wasn't it? Academy ratio. Aye. Ridiculous. I'm surprised you haven't lapsed into this accent with me. I, uh, I'm i awful with it. I can't even... Oh, <laughs> I, I'm awful can... with accent. You know, I start having it and I just can't stop. <laughs> I can do it every now and then, but I, I couldn't do... I, I I applaud you, sir, for... for <laughs> sticking to, yeah, a quarter of an hour. It's not that much. Yeah, yeah, true. If but... I started doing this all day or night, you know, you start worrying. <laughs> you go I would I? It. I would I? What, 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 are you, what are you dipping your chips in? Is that ketchup? No, it's gravy now, isn't it? It got to be. Oh, got to be. Have yeah. had chips and gravy? Um, no, I'm not a fan of gravy. Yeah, chips and gravy are quite nice. Um, it apparently makes me um a freak, uh, according to my mother, that I'm not a fan of gravy. Like, if if I'm having a a roast or a Christmas dinner. Oh yeah. You yeah. <laughs> I'm offended. I ain't from the north. If I'm, if I'm I'll get cancelled for that one. The roast. A roast. If I'm having a roast. Oh, roast. Or, or a Christmas dinner. Aye. And I'm served with gravy already on it. I'll eat it, fine. Sure. But yeah. if, if I'm served with gravy on the side, I'll never pour it over. I don't understand when things come out with gravy on it. I like the options. Because yeah. I don't like it on carrots. I don't like it on the meat. I'll have it on the potatoes. That's about it. But yeah. then if I have it like that, I was like, well, I guess I have to eat it. And it's okay. I'll get through it. But I find it, I, I don't want things meshed up on my plate. It's the best of times anyway. Yeah. Very I much, just... you know, OCD. But I just, OCD, or is it just, you know, fucked up brain? I can't tell anymore. <laughs> yeah. May just be just, you know, constant chronic anxiety and depression at this point. Maybe. Maybe. Um, Comedy yeah. podcast. <laughs> But yeah, I um, I always like, you know, if I have the option, I won't use it. Um, and I remember the, the first and I think only time so far, I was up in, I was up in the the north, the north, in north, north, in north, in north. Um, with my aunt, and she uh, she served us a Sunday roast, and she said to me, oh, I forget, do you like gravy? And I was like, oh, I'm so glad you like. No one's ever asked me. I was like, no, I'm good. Like. Oh, well, I, was, I, I asked you, but I was already laid up the plate, so it was just an act of kindness, but you'll fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. nice. Um, so the adventures of Robin Hood? No, I went to Ed's diner once, and that was oh, yeah. the thing that happened. It's like they just gave us uh, those little uh, plastic couplets of different sources, and it's like, there you go, you know, try them with all of them, just see how you feel. Oh, nice. Which was a nice time. So we just yeah. dipped them in gravy, and I was like, oh, this gravy's good. I miss it's simple. Ed's, I miss Ed's time. Ed's was good. Nice time. Yeah. An actual place you could just sit down and they'd do it proper. Yeah, they had plates and stuff. Now they've got it on like silver trays. It's all cheaper. Yeah. It's about That's faster true. rotation going in and out, and it's just not the atmosphere you like for it. Mm. Sit down, you have a milkshake for your birthday. You have a nice burger. Yeah. Just out of the jukebox and just sit there. I used to get the uh, the breakfast burger. Before a um, an all night marathon that finished. What trouble. was in the breakfast burger that you would eat? Uh, hash, hash brown, sausage, patty, bacon. Patty, but not so. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else was it? It was made as a hash brown that made it breakfast burger. Oh, okay. Um, so it's just, it just shaved potato thrown in there instead of chips on the side. Yeah, okay. yeah basically. Yeah. But yeah, that was my go-to yes. thing for when I was, you know, I used to do a lot of uh, all-night marathons at the Prince Charles, and I'd pop to the yeah, just around the corner. And yeah, at no breakfast. point did you have one of your all-night marathons where you watched all the Robin Hood films in one go. No, no. Weird, <laughs> weird, weird thing. Well, shall we? Um, shall we start? Shall we this commence this month-long month marathon? It's a month. It's a month, but we're going to do it all in one night. So if you start hearing yeah. us going crazy, it's because that's what's happening, and that's the only thing that's ever happening. Okay. Yeah. Definitely, okay. that's the only thing that's happening. Oh, sorry. Okay. Say it again. Okay. 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 Oh, yeah. boy. <laughs>
I mean, it's on fine. You got to start questioning yourself, and if you have, if, if even your own accent's real, <laughs> is it? I try, you know. Yeah, but is your own accent real? Or is it like you, you're faking yourself at some point? Is anything real? Oh boy, that's the thing, isn't it? What is the Matrix? <laughs> Let's find out in the adventures. Do you think Robin Hood's going to sort us out on computer coding? Is this um? Is this a Warner Brothers film where we yeah. go into the server first? Oh my God! You know what? Robin Hood would steal from algae rhythm because <laughs> algae rhythm stole from everybody else. It makes sense. I saw a thing on my Facebook from Warner Brothers saying uh, pre-order. It's just um, Facebook. They dropped the future. Oh uh, yeah. Um, it said a uh, pre-order Space Jam two now. Uh, a new legacy. Space okay. Jam a new legacy. Thank you. Pre-order the Blu-ray. Uh, right. 4K Blu-ray, and Good. you get a free set of Bugs Bunny ears. <laughs> it's just a headband with Bugs Bunny ears. Now, why would they like do everyone, that? Bugs Bunny's hardly in the fucking film. Everyone's clamouring to get the Blu-ray now. Yeah, they've, they've spoiler, Bugs Bunny fucking dies. So when you're watching it, you have to take them off for the five seconds he dies before he somehow returns for no reason once a fucking ever. <laughs> After they do a genuine em- emotional attempt at having a death scene. They don't try to play it off like it's a joke or anything. It just actually happened. Just, you know, I'm going to die now. Yeah. What's up, yeah. Doc? It's like, what the fuck? Or oh, goodbye, Doc? So long, Doc? Something like that. Like, what will they fucking do? It doesn't even like, say that's all, folks. It doesn't say that's all, folks. That's, you know, that's Porky's thing, let's face it. Yeah. It's always true. been Porky's thing. Yeah. Do you like Porkin? Yeah, he's all right. Would you like Porkin? Oh, of course. Getting porked. <laughs> do you like yeah. getting arrowed? <laughs> well, it depends what Blu-ray. Oh, yeah. With an hour Blu-ray of <laughs> Flynn's most disgusting acts he's ever committed to any children. <laughs> it's horrifying. That's the joke, is he's a horrible fucking monster. Yep. Yay! Sense. And here he plays playing the hero. Let's see how this goes. England! In the gallant days when history hung on the flight of an arrow or the slash of a sword, when feudal barons ravaged the countryside to live in pomp and splendor, when one man alone dared challenge the might of his country's oppressors, Robin Hood, outlaw of Sherwood Forest and his stalwart band, robbing the rich to feed the poor, ready to fight for king, for country, or for maiden fair. Now this forest is wide. It can shelter and clothe and feed a band of good determined men, good swordsmen, good archers, good fighters, are you with me? It's Errol Flynn as Robin Hood, Olivia de Havilland as Maid Marian, Claude Rains, Basil Rathbone, and a cast of thousands, reliving history's most colourful adventure. In a 1982 interview with Penthouse magazine, Ronald okay. Dwarf, son of uh, author Elrond Hubbard, said that his father's friendship with Flynn was so strong that Hubbard's family considered Flynn an adoptive father to Dwarf. He said that Flynn and his father engaged in illegal activities together, including drug smuggling and sexual acts with underage girls, that Flynn never joined Scientology. Okay. That was like the limit, clearly. Yeah. Jesus. Yep. I wasn't expecting he began that. He a sexual relationship with uh, the co-writer of The Big Love when who she was 15. God. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I'm looking Potential at the Nazi sympathizer. You know. I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for Robin Hood. Um, the, Robin adventures, Hood. the Adventures of Robin Hood. Yeah. Um, all the arrows in the film were fired by professional archer Howard Hill. These uh, those shot with arrows were clothing padded. Uh, wore clothing, sorry, padded um, with balsa wood on protective metal plates. So what you're telling me is they had a professional armourer who was focused entirely on the singular job and wasn't during the <laughs> lunchtime going around firing live arrows just yeah. for shits and gigs before handling it to the lead actor to fire towards the cinematographer. Yeah. Almost like it was a professional fucking shoot. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, so tell me about the first time you watched The Adventures of Robin Hood, because as we were watching this, I discovered... That you, uh, we watched this through your iTunes because yes. you purchased it through iTunes, yes. and I figured you bought this years ago on iTunes because you wanted to watch it, and that was your first time watching it. Turns out you bought this for the podcast, and I feel horrible because you wasted your money. Um, it was cheap. I waited okay, till it was like three quid. Okay, but a three quid still quite a lot. <laughs> I take the burden of the podcast seriously. In college. 
Yes. We would every in college in Southend. Yeah. We would every, I believe, Wednesday or maybe it was Thursday, one of those two days. Because we are only in Wednesday, th well, we were in most days, but, you know, we really only did stuff like Wednesdays and Thursdays yeah. and Fridays. Every other day was kind of like a lazy day. Um, we were initiated, we had uh, a couple hours, we got to go into what was called the pod. Mm. Now, this is uh, Southern College. Wednesday, we do this every Wednesday. In Southern College, they have a, it's a seven-storey building. Okay. Which has a massive seven-storey atrium kind of thing. Right. And within that, yeah, it's it's all glass on one side, and then the the classrooms on the other side. So you can just look out and see this kind of weird glassy thing, looking right. out into the tr the views of the train station. <laughs> it's uh, well placed, and when yeah. it rains, it is thunderous because it was just mm -hmm. shattering down on that all the time. Yeah, and the pod was a like an offshoot within the atrium, opposite right. all the classrooms, right. which started on the ground floor. But it was only kind of there structurally on the ground floor. You could only uh, get into it on the second floor where there was a bridgeway towards it. And it reached up to the fifth floor. And it was this red blob, literally like a pod sticking out, out of the floor. Right. Which, you know, very weird. I don't know if I can find a picture to show you so you can try and see it. Yeah. But it was it was basically in a, you know, it was a, it was a giant lecture room in its own little place okay and we would go in there and watch a film every um, week there yeah. because i had a yeah i had a, a screen and someone chose the adventures of Robin hood well no this was uh this was film school this was us doing film stuff so it was yeah. always uh someone there i'm gonna send you this picture okay. through I'm there turn my phone off airplane mode so i can see Oh, you sent it through. I sent it through Skype, so you can see it. That's what it looks like. Okay, hold on two seconds. Uh... I'd like to see if you could explain it to me. Whoa, what the fuck? That is literally a blob. Yep. Right. That looks pretty cool. Yep, and that, third, that yeah. third floor there, if you see the third floor, that was where the film classes were. Right. That's uh, where guests of the uh, show, Richard Sandley, would teach us for one year oh, yeah. of that. Yeah. <laughs> when he was pretending to be a lecturer for a year. <laughs> but we would go in there and uh, that's where we would watch a film. This is where I uh, saw Singing in the Rain. Oh, Nearly right. an hour after a friend came into a classroom, looked at me and goes, I think I had too much weed this morning. And then vomited <laughs> up on me. Oh, sat there it. like feeling sick and then watching Singing in the Rain. It's like, this is a great film. This is a masterpiece and I feel like shit now. Oh, That's God. the first time I saw Singing in the Rain. That's where I first saw Alien and Aliens. Oh, back That's to back. I saw, no, two weeks separately. Yeah. So I saw the uh, the Day the Earth Stood Still proper version. With and War of the Worlds, not Keanu Reeves, because they were excited about that one coming out eventually. It just been announced at that point. And of course, this is where I have seen the Avengers of Robin Hood. So it's been it's been a while. So yeah, it's been half my life. Yeah. Um, Which would put me in the age bracket too old for Errol Flynn. <laughs> um, how? What do you remember from your first viewing of it? I remember I thought that the camera work was quite good. Okay. So I remember it was like, well, this is this is the thirties, and we've got cameras moving around and really kind of embracing movement as opposed to just staticness. Yeah. And I remember the colours being quite popping. Like, this is surprisingly modern-ish looking, or at least you know the colour replication was more of the seventies and eighties than it was of what we would expect from back in the day. Yeah. And that was about it. Okay. I bet. Well, and also I remember it being boring. Yeah. Simply boring. Yes. Um, oh, I was not doing this on the podcast for any reason, but it's the start of the Robin Hood saga when it comes to real cinema. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, how was your second viewing of it? <laughs> At least I had a friend to watch it with. <laughs> I was alone for a long time in college. Yeah. My God, this was a... Uh, this was nothing. And this is the, the problem we have with Robin Hood. And maybe we'll find something along the way. Because mm. we've we've got a Disney version coming up, we've got 
and what 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 people refer to as the most iconic version now yes um mainly because that one has what's missing here a villain yes that's the one i'm most looking forward to but i find that the robin hood story is Mm. very empty there's not much to do you know what is the robin hood story it's not really much it's just um king i was going to call him king richard it's not it's king john right no it's king richard and prince it john. is king yeah prince john that was in it yeah. um prince john and king richard are brothers they prince john trying to kill king richard and take over the throne basically um well use the opportunity granted to him by uh the crusades yeah and him being taken during um, the crusades to usurp the crown and all the while robert robin hood is uh he's so robin hood yep yeah, he's uh he's very patriotic which i was surprised by you know yeah, he's, he's you know he's he's a knight of the realm you have to remember yeah, those people yeah, are, you know, he's a rich he's a poor little land he's a landlord for fuck's sake he owns land mm. he has voting rights back yeah. in those days you know yeah, he's the he's the upper fucking crust yeah he's like so like, he's like uh, lord andrew lloyd webber the first thing you <laughs> The first thing you always hear about Robin Hood is he stole from the rich to give to the poor. So you always, I always think he was a poor person, but he no, wasn't. He was no. he was quite upper class. He came from wealth and decided to abuse yeah. his position, trying to give back to other people, but mostly just to make sure people know that he's seen as a uh, white saviour. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, apart from that, that's pretty much all there is. Well, and... there's Maid Marian. He loves Maid Marian. Okay. And, and Maid Marian loves him. Okay. And I don't know what you want from me. Uh, yeah. Ross Miller's uh, t- top hundred TV shows of the uh, current century. Number twenty nine is twenty four. Very confusing. Ah. Oh. But twenty number twenty two is inside number nine, which is even more confusing. I would say. <laughs> yeah, that's strange. If I had given him my list, maybe uh, twenty four would have. Up. I mean, Deadwood's got to number 20 and Community's oh. got to number 19 and Thick of It's got to number 17 and the UK office number 18. But for some reason, Chernobyl is number 16. Who's watching Chernobyl and going, that was anything but boring and rubbish? Right? I've been, me and my sister tried to binge uh, Chernobyl. Yep. And a good fun time. We got, we got to the last episode and I just went, I can't be asked. And I just walked away from it. Yeah, it's nothing. It's emptiness. I, like I felt bad, but I was just like, "All oh, right, I get it." I think you'd feel worse time. if you were in Chernobyl. Yeah, true. But if I felt bad, but I was watching it, just going, "All oh, right, I get it. It was bad." Yeah. Like it's no. It doesn't. You know. It doesn't enlighten anything. It doesn't yeah. bring anything to it. It's just like here's some events that happened. Yeah. Cool. Unlike this film, which is about you know here's something that really happened. Well, that's the other thing. Like Robin Hood was real, right? But there was a Robin of Loxley. Yeah. That's as far as truth can go. Everything else right. beyond that is, you know, okay, myth um, founded in legend, mm. fable, and tale, and folk led talk. Um, yeah, there's re- this. This one is not a good one to start off with. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, we, yes, I, it is because you know it can only get better from here. That's the, the true. Last thing about this. Okay, one. yeah. But like you know, if we weren't doing for the, this for the podcast, it wouldn't um, it wouldn't make me want to watch any more. Yes, it um, would. because there's one that stars Tim Minchin, so of course you'd watch true. another one. But you would have thought I'd have gone to see that in the cinema. I would have thought you'd gone to see that in the cinema, yeah, but I didn't. And I'll talk about the time I went to see that in the cinema. Yeah, we get to it, which we'll get to. Yeah, but for now we're focusing on yeah. uh, the one co-directed by the guy who did Casablanca. <laughs> do you like Casablanca? That was also one I saw Casablanca. in the pod. <laughs> Case A, blank A. Yeah, I I I watched. Uh, I must have watched that at home first on my little shitty TV. Um, but I do remember going to see it in Ireland. There was a um a restaurant called the Manhattan Steakhouse, which did a weekly, was it weekly or monthly? movie night yeah so when i went over i used to drag my nan to go see a film and the first one we did was a uh, casablanca 
Um, she still talks to you. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. And uh, I I went once and I I lent them my Blu-ray of um, Django Unchained. I still got Blu-ray of Django oh, yeah. Unchained to put them to screen, but I couldn't make the screening. But oh, I lent, I lent them the film to watch. But yeah. Um. Yeah, Robin Hood. The Do you Avengers. know what I remember about Casablanca the most? Oh yeah. When Ingrid Bergman's talking to Sam about her feelings, and Sam's there, and you think, wow, Sam looks a lot like that guy from Looney Tunes. And they cut away, and Bugs Bunny and LeBron James are behind the bar. Oh, my God. Classic Casablanca. Oh, I forgot about that. Ah, we're in the server first now, baby. Mm. Also, um, just like this, it's a water weather picture. <laughs> yeah. think of the, uh, the sets, the locations, the horses, the, the, you know, the amount of extras they got going on here. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is impressive. I'll what about the, uh, the, the, the the arrow challenge, which lasted all of five minutes? <laughs> oh, yeah. That was would you surprise. like to watch that for more than five minutes? Would you like that to be like a key part of the film? It could have been fun, actually, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Like in Brave? Mm. Remember that part oh, in Brave? I haven't seen Brave in so long, but... I no. watched it earlier this year in 3D, because I was going through all the Pixar films in 3D. It was one of my favourites. Not as good as I remembered it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's very forgettable. Disappointed. Um, this uh, The Adventures of Robin Hood has been claimed by, acclaimed by critics since its release. In 1995, the film was deemed culturally, historically or aesthetically significant by the Library of Congress. Which one do you reckon they ticked? Preservation. Oh, um, culturally, historically or aesthetically? Probably historically. Yeah? Yeah. Which one like, wow, the, I would have gone aesthetically because they're like, look at these costumes. Yeah. These are interesting costumes because the accents are not historical. <laughs> Hi, it's me. I'm here from England. Ha, 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 ha. Bring me that staff. <laughs> yeah. Um, Quality they do... English accents. They don't even bother to try and do a proper Northern accent. It don't sound like they're <laughs> from nothing. They do um, a, a good job of... Um... You know, it, it does look old, old world. <laughs> um, it, like, like, because you, you mentioned towards the beginning, you were like, oh, look, California's <laughs> Nottingham or something. Yeah, Cal- isn't it amazing how Cal- Nottingham looks nothing like Southern California? The classic yeah. of powers, too. But, but I, I went with it. <laughs> isn't it amazing how England looks nothing like Southern California? <laughs> um... But yeah, I I went with it. I like yeah. I liked the, you like the, the blue skies. Set. Yeah, yeah. The constant blue sky is just like the north, not yeah, like Ridley yeah. Scott's Robin Hood, where it's grey and rizzle and raining all the fucking time. Because it's like, yeah, Ridley Scott's been up north. He knows that shit. Yeah. He knows what weather's really like. Mm-hmm. Even before climate change, it was never going to be pretty up there. Well, uh, Alan Hill Senior, who plays Little John, played the same character in Douglas Fairbanks' 1922 version of the film. And went, on, and went on to play him again in Rogue's Sherwood Forest, released by Cumbria. Columbia, rather. Cumbria <laughs> Pictures. Oh, <laughs> we went from Nottingham to Cumbria pretty quickly. A 28-year span. Um, Did he evolve the character, or was he just, you know, big? I think he was probably just big. Just big. He, was the, he was the only big guy in Hollywood at that point. Yep. Um... Produced at an estimated cost of $2 million, most expensive film Warner Brothers had made up to that time. Uh, studios and now they put $450 million into Justice League instead. <laughs> it was the first film utilising the three-strip Technicolor process. Uh, it was planned to be shot in black and white for most of its development. The switch to Technicolor happened just three months before, before production started. It was an unusually extravagant production for the Warner Brothers studio, which had made a name uh yeah made name for itself in producing socially conscious low-budget gangster films yeah is this the end for old rico (laughs) um yeah this was um you ever see little caesar no uh let me tell you the end of little caesar little caesar ain't so big no more (laughs) he shot down he shot down this uh, this was not worth waking up early for. Well, you didn't wake up early. You woke up at six o'clock. Yep, that's early. And technically, because the clocks were back, seven o'clock. Oh, no, excuse me. I missed my extra hour of sleep because I was working during it. 
I didn't get an extra hour of sleep. I was up making sure the clocks were turned back. Oh. Because I'm a good boy. Oh, you are a good boy. I'm a good boy. Thank you. Um, also, we're recording this on Halloween. It's the spookiest time of year. So if you hear yeah. us, you know, quaking in our boots, it's because of that, not because the prospect that Earl Flynn might haunt us one day. Yeah. Smuggling drugs and not turning to Scientology, despite, you know, every other thing he did that was awful. <laughs> the, um... no, that was his limit. <laughs> like, I can go so far, but I can't do that. But I will do that. The film's the popularity... office US oh, yeah. is uh, number 12, so that's Ooh. six places higher than the UK version. Yeah. And it's just one above Parks and Rec. And yeah. number 11 is Twin Peaks The Return, which I believe was a movie. Yeah. And uh, pretty early on also was uh, OJ Made in America, which won an Oscar, so I think it's technically a movie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um... fuck that shit. <laughs> the film's popularity in- inextricably linked Errol Finn's name and image uh, with that of Robin Hood to the public eye. Yep. Um, so I was talking during the film about how the f- they used it. Your, for... your, your, your focal point of Robin Hood at that point was thus what film? Shrek. Shrek. Yeah. Shrek. Shrek. In which he is in it for a minute and a half? Yeah. <laughs> That's a weird little song, has a French accent, gets beaten up. Yep. Um, okay. <laughs> Uh, his acrobatic sword play became crucial touchstone for the lightsaber jewels in Star Wars. Um, Never heard of it. Tangled, the appearance and personality of Flynn Rider, are partly inspired by that of Errol Flynn, with his surname also being used in homage. And of um, course, Flynn Rider does go off after Rapunzel because he's like, How old are you? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I think there's still some light in your tunnel. At the end of this Wikipedia article, it says, uh, see also, list of films with a 100% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, Surely let's go not. Surely not. Box office, awards, legacy. I'm trying to find a thing earlier on where it says, films on Rotten Tomatoes summarises consensus as... 100%. Really? My God. audience score. Really? I think that's the problem with, like, these classic films. Yeah, because they've only got, like, the old reviews or the ones who only write about them because they love them. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And people, like... Yeah, they they look at it as a classic and it shouldn't be criticised. 2009, 2008, 2007, 2007, 2006, 2003, 2020... These are the reviews times oh. for some of the big Who critics. Who reviewed it in 2020 last year? In 2020, we had uh, Mike Massey from Gone with the Twins. All right. And uh, Maya Levin, Patson Murphy from Esquire. Hmm. Yeah. In 2019, we had Anne Ross from McLean's Magazine. Hmm. In 2016, Jenny Commode from I for Film. Um... I'm just on the list of uh, 100% films. On well, hold on. Super reviewer Jim H gave it one star on October 1st, 2013, saying Robin Hood and his band of merry men fight the sheriff of Nottingham. Campy and ridiculous. This film seems interchangeable with its parody, Robin, Mel Brooks's Robin Hood for three really tights. There's nothing new about the Robin Hood legend. I think they just got confused there for a bit. Yeah, maybe. Because uh, Men in Tights is very much only a parody of uh, Prince of Thieves. That's the um, whole point. Top Hat is a 100% film, apparently. Top Hat. Now, have yep. you ever seen Top Hat? We have indeed. What happened in Top Hat? Um, I barely remember it. Right, so I remember, it's not 100%. I mainly remember them watching Top Hat in the Green Mile. <laughs> so, yeah. Stagecoach has 100? Yep. Um, I'm looking at later films now. Anything interesting? Toy Story? Yay! That's a perfect film. Yeah. It is a perfect film. Toy Story 2. Mm. Uh, That's not. (laughs) It's good, but it's not a perfect film. Yeah. Mm. Nothing more. Just OJ Made in America. Really? Yeah. How? (laughs) I don't know. Bill Nye, science guy? That's ridiculous. Uh, Sarah Silverman, a speck of dust. 
Ugh. So Chaplin's The Kid, Nanook of the North, which is a fake fucking documentary. The Gold Rush, Steamboat Bill Jr. Battleship Potemkin. On Sean Andalou, that does barely counts. That's a fucking short film. M, I tried to get through that a couple of weeks ago. It's boring as fuck. Public Enemy. Uh-huh. Screen Top Queen, Hat. My Nightmare on Elm Street. 2019 documentary examines the legacy of Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Oh, Mr. Lincoln, Angels of the Dirty Faces, Shop Around the Corner, Philadelphia Story. I like the Philadelphia Story. All this is more interesting than the Pinocchio. Pinocchio. Yeah, Maltese Falcon. The Beta Test, which I do want to watch. Yeah, but that's only that because only one person seen it, and that person was Jim Cummings. (laughs) Holiday Inn, Henry V. Meet Me in St. Louis. The Killers. Great Expectation. Mm. Black Narcissus. Well, Treasure of Sierra Madre. That's not a good film. For the 17, oh, 17 blocks. I thought that was the... Um, 73? 16 blocks. Yeah. Singing of the Rain. Yeah. Angels of Fear. Host. Seven Samurai. Audette. Lady Killers, which you can watch in 4K on my system. 12 Angry Men. That's a great one. Yeah. Minutes of the Prosecution. Not a great one. Old Yeller. Don't know who likes that one. Who likes Old Yeller? Weird <laughs> people, I assume. Adam's um, Childhood. Yeah. Cool I'm, looking, I'm on 0% ones now. How the Grinch Stole Christmas, but the 66 animated version, not the Ron Howard version. <laughs> Kez. I did a trailer for Kez. You can see the trailer for Kez. Woodstock. I watched that recently. Oh, yeah? Yeah, long. Gone with the wind long. Multiple Maniacs. Last Picture Show. Winter Soldier. Can't believe Winter Soldier got that. <laughs> oh, here's another episode we did. Play, tell them one, two, three. Oh, uh, yeah. Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Gary Busey in the Buddy Holly story. I think you need to watch that. John Milady, uh, Kid John Milady. <laughs> you know what I meant. <laughs> Local hero, Broadway Danny Rose. Stop making sense. Previous episode. Jesus Christ Superstar Live in Concert. Threads. The Terminator, <laughs> A Room with a View. Really? Showa. I mean, if you're going to say negative things about Showa, I think you get you know, called out on that one. You have to give it 100%, otherwise, you know, looks good. Henry V again. Grave of the Fireflies. Ooh, great. Roger and Me, previous episode. Mm-hmm. A Grand Day Out. Not the best of them. Yeah. What would you say is the best one? Um, Grand Day Out is the moon the one, moon. right? Yeah. yeah. I did like that one, actually. Yeah, but it's not the best but one, is it? I suppose the uh, it's the one I've watched the most, I'd say. But the um, the pink close shave, is it? The close shave, that's 100% yeah. here. Yeah, I'd say that. I would say, actually, it's the wrong trousers 100% here as well. That's the one I was thinking of, I yeah. bet you about a matter of loafing or death isn't 100% though, because that thing was shoddy. Yeah. Before Sunrise. Paradise um, Lost, The Child Murders of Robin Hood Hills. Robin Hood. <laughs> I'm, Have you seen uh, the Before Sunrise films? Uh, the yeah. Paradise Lost oh, films? Oh, yeah. Have you seen the Paradise oh. Lost film, sir? No, no. They are tragic. Well, speaking of tragic, I'm ready for the question. Are you ready to know that Man on Wire has got 100% despite the fact that it's rubbish? Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, does it make sense? Something, it makes sense that something like that would would be, yeah. Does it make sense that Dexter Fletcher's Wild Bill was 100% rated? <laughs> Not seen it, but sure. That's good. His first film. Good for him. Mm. What about uh, Everything or Nothing, the uh, story of uh, Eon Productions? I saw the, that at the uh, ODN. You, you mean the video game of James Bond? Sure. <laughs> Tale of Princess Kaguya? Oh, yeah. That was a good one. The terrible film, The Square? I've not seen that. I wouldn't mind. It's so a terrible Let's see. Da, 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 da. Tales of the Grim Sleeper? <laughs> Broomfield. I'm just trying to see what the rest are. This is exciting now. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Like, what, what, what are the more recent ones that managed to get this mark? There's Made in America, Bright Lights, Carrie Fisher, Debbie Reynolds, Dr. Oh. Fisher, Stevens. Hmm. They released it like weeks after they died. It's like, oh, that was awkward. Awkward timing indeed. Are you not having fun here? 
Sorry, I'm I'm still looking. The young offenders. I'm, I'm trying to find some more interesting ones, but I'm sort of done. <laughs> but um, uh, I suppose I can ask you the question as well this week. Um, are you mad that you watched Creep oh. Two? <laughs> still oh, good. Leave no trace. Now, leave no trace is very good and underseen. Nanette, Nanette has got a hundred percent. Really? Are you um? Are you mad? Am I mad about Nanette? Funny are you mad? Time. You uh, you wasted uh, an hour and forty minutes on uh and yeah, it was an hour and forty, wasn't it? Like John, Johnny, for me, it's uh, three hours twenty. <laughs> True. Are you mad that you've, you you wasted that on this film? Yep. Yes, I am. I do not think this is a very good film at all. I think, uh, I mean, technically it's an achievement, but uh, narratively it is terrible. It really is. It is a boring, boring, boring. I'm mad. The unauthorised Bash Brothers experience, the half-hour Lonely (laughs) Island thing, which doesn't really have most of uh, Andy Sam. No, it's uh, Yorm, isn't it? Yorm's barely in it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm mad too, in case you were... I am wondering. In case you weren't already aware... (laughs) Um, Why are you mad though? It, like you said, it's it's. Crowfather Seder, which was nominated for the Oscar this year. It looks good, but it's it's very dull. There's nothing happens in it, and it's just my god, yeah. Um, where can we find you to, to talk about hundred percent Rotten Tomato films? Oh, you can find me on Twitter at Ethan Run, or you can find me at my alter account where you can talk about the films that haven't got hundred percent, which I made, which is me at Scott Derrickson. Ah, yep. Well, to talk about uh, 0% films, you can talk to me at uh, movie underscore mad on Twitter and on oh, Instagram. Yeah. You can find us at movie, are you movie underscore mad on Twitter and mm-hmm. on Instagram. Yeah. And are you movie mad pod on Facebook? Yeah. Where are you on Letterboxd? Uh, movie mad. No underscore. I'm just Ethan Runt on Letterboxd. You can find yeah. my opinions on a lot of films. I've been watching a lot of horror films lately. You have and indeed. enjoyed I'm of none of them. <laughs> Like I watched Hostel the other day. Oh, yeah. And also Keith Lemon the movie the other day. <laughs> Why would you? Why? Because they're both meant to be horror films. Yeah. My God. And they're both torturable. Um, well, how are we continuing uh, Robin Hood month? How are we continuing Robin Hood month? We're going to go deeper into the forest. I think we're going to get a little... Boxy. Oh. Wow. Is this the most erotic film we'll ever have covered? Maybe. This create the next film created a lot of furries. Sounds like it's maybe it'll it create two more. Johnny, yes, your he... life might change when you see the sexiest fox you've ever fucking seen. I'm ready. Are you ready? Are you, what will you do if you suddenly become attracted to foxes? I mean, you put it when you put a glassy mint in your mouth. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the best way to do it. Yeah, freshen up, baby. Until next week. Are You Movie Mad is part of the Podnose Network, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network. Produced and edited by Andrew Jones, executive producer George Grimwood. To find out more about Podnose's network, go to www.podnose.com. 